Hello, you are listening to Fair Play, and this is Samyak Jain. I am joined by Arushi Bharat today as we discuss whether India is ready for women's IPL. Debates around a women's IPL have been going on for some time, from Meg Landing to Elisa Healy to India's senior core Mithali Raj, Julian Goswami, Harmanpreet Kaur, and Smriti Mandhana have all insisted that a women's T20 competition modelled on the men's IPL is a big step up awaiting for female cricketers. Yet, in December 2019, though. BCCI President Saurabh Ganguly said that a 7- or 8-team women's competition was at least 4 years away. I'll have Arushi explain it to you why we need a women's IPL. Around the world and across many sports, women's leagues and tournaments have started being taken more seriously in the last couple of decades. And the trend is visible in the growing viewership figures of FIFA Women's World Cup as well as US Women's National Basketball Association Games, also known as the WNBA. Women's cricket, however, has lagged behind its male counterpart in popularity and has seen very little exposure till even a decade ago. Not many, except the most ardent cricket fans, know that the first ever World Cup was a women's tournament in 1973, that is two years before the male inaugural tournament. As a matter of fact, Australia's Belinda Clark was the first person to score a double century in one day international, 229 not out against Denmark in Mumbai in 1997. That is 13 years before Sachin Tendulkar achieved the milestone in 2010. The world's governing bodies men's and wo- for men's and women's cricket, ICC and IWCC merged in 2005 and in 2009, the first Women's World 2020 Cup, as it was known then, was staged alongside men's tournament Till the time the tournament was held independently for the first time almost a decade later in 2018. India has produced its fair share of star players, including longest tenure current members of the team, batter Mithali Raj and pace bowler Jhilan Goswami. But in India, the sport started gaining viewership and popularity with the advent of current generation cricketers, including players like Harmanpreet Kaur and Smriti Mandana, when the team started performing consistently on the world stage and finishing second in both ODI and T20 World Cup in 2017 and 2020 respectively. The women's cricket came under BCCI in 2006, a year after the world bodies merged. But it took a while for the board to take it seriously. But once it did, the results were there to be seen. Indian women gained an experience of playing 44 ODIs between 2013 and 2017 Women's ODI World Cups. That was the second highest number of matches in that time frame behind New Zealand's 46. And then a world-leading 22 T20s between 2018 and 2020 Women's World Cup. There's more focus on women's cricket around the world too. As teams are becoming more professional, the quality of cricket is improving. Australian all-rounder Alyssa Perry, who also played international football, is amongst the biggest star in the sport. 
while other players like Stephanie Taylor, New Zealand's Sophie Devine and England's Heather Knight have also garnered a fan following. This star power has fueled the franchise T20 competitions like Women's Big Bash League or the WBBL in Australia and the Super Smash Women in New Zealand. The WBBL consists of 8 teams playing 59 matches while the Super Smash consists of 6 teams playing 32 matches, both at par with the corresponding male tournament. The WBBL in particular has been a rating revolution. It has become Australia's fourth most watched league and the viewership has doubled since its establishment in 2015. This has compelled the channels to increase its broadcasting by 57% year on year. The BCCI's trial tournament, the Women's T20 Challenge, also broke viewership records last year, but with just three days and four matches, it is nowhere near its Southern Hemisphere counterparts. Indian women's cricket has grown in stature and popularity, but there's still a pretty strong reluctance from the side of the BCCI to host a proper IPL-like tournament for women. It is not as though the BCCI hasn't advanced the cause of women's cricket at all. It has improved infrastructure, travel, access to good facilities and gear for women. Players now receive match fees, daily allowances and central contracts, something that they did not at all. But it is not still enough. Everything looks great on paper, but the worth of a level A contract for women rests at Rs 50 lakh as compared to Rs 7 crore for men. In the fiscal year 2019 to 2020, the BCCI spent a staggering rupees 990 million on the salary of male cricketers, whereas a meager rupees 50 million was spent on women. So yes, there is a very obvious gender pay gap, and this issue plagues the board. But that's a whole new podcast. There's an argument that why a women's IPL when the team does not perform well enough. In my opinion, it is uninformed. For starters, we can look at what the IPL, as in the men's IPL, has done for the Indian men's team. It has given the national side so many players, perhaps even a proper talent pool to source and scout from. The confidence with which these youngsters come out is because they're getting to play against international stars in front of huge crowds in the IPL, which trains them for the national team. You're rubbing shoulders with international players with legends in the dressing room. You will learn so much. The same transformation can happen for women's cricket. Hardik Pandya, Jaspreet Bumrah, Rishabh Pant, all these players might have never even been in the reckoning for the Indian team had it not been for the IPL, which shot them into fame. If I have to mince my words, it is plain frivolous for one to expect revenue generation and success from the women's sport without investing in it as the day demands. The BCCI needs to heavily invest in women's infrastructure, including a proper IPL-like franchisee-owned team tournament in the plan of action can be a step in the right direction.
the BCCI has often said that it needs to go slow in this prospect, primarily because the cadres are not solid enough. To be fair, this apprehension was never brought forth for the men's side. Agreed that the men had won a T20 World Cup when the IPL was started. But in the last five years, women have qualified for two out of the three World Cup finals, whereas men have not made it to any of these finals, the three they have had to had a chance at. What BCCI fails to clarify is that it is primarily a scheduling issue. Because the BCCI's calendars, they always favor the men, they don't have proper slots for women tournaments. And thus, even the four-team women's T20 challenge that was held, it had participation issues from all scores because a lot of stars had international commitments. I think Australia and England even had a series back then. So to sum it up, is India ready for a women's IPL? Certainly. Is the BCCI keen on doing so? Not so much. That is it for this podcast. Uh, We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in.